Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I want to continue encouraging you today because I think most everyone listening to me right now, if you're listening to this Prophecy Club, especially if you're listening to it on an ongoing basis, you must realize a couple of things. That you have been called for the last days. Let me say it again. You have been called to be a service to build the kingdom of God in the last days. You're not listening to just learn for yourself. You're listening to one day be able to explain to the masses. We do not know what God is about to do in this earth, and we certainly don't know how God is going to be using us. But I want to encourage you today. Now, I'm going to do this in an unusual way. I'm going to continue reading prophecies that have been given to me. And I'm going to tie them back to you. I don't want you to listen to prophecies to me. I want you to listen to these prophecies are also going to be like water rolls downhill, snowballs roll downhill. Well, in this case, these prophecies, brothers and sisters, roll downhill and they roll right into your camp. Many of the things that I'm about to say that were said actually about me in Prophecy Club, I'm going to say, I'm going to be dogged about it. I'm going to say they also fit to you, especially the more you listen, especially those people that pray for us and support us financially, the more your feet are standing in the middle of Prophecy Club, the more these prophecies fit you. Say it again. More, the closer you are to this ministry, the more you listen, the more you get things from it, books and DVDs and things like that, the more you give, the more you pray for us, the more you can rest assured these prophecies, they are talking about you. Now, why? Because this is all preparation. I think that in times past, I perhaps gave gave too much of the warning and not enough encouragement. But I think we're blowing into a new season. Did you hear about all of these earthquakes? See, I've been telling you, I said the next thing is coming is earthquakes. Well, they're already starting to hit. So, and that's part of the prophecies, that the things that I'm saying are right and that there would be a time when people would come and repent before me, saying, I did not see how God was in what you're doing, but now I see, and I'll get behind you and support you, and your greatest critics will become your biggest supporters. That is true of you, my brothers and sisters. Those people you tried to talk to about this, and they laughed, they giggled, or the window shade pulled down, they wouldn't listen to you. The time is coming when God is going to open their eyes. Unfortunately, it's going to be a time of great trouble. So here's the first thing I want to prophesy to you. (laughs) Matter of fact, I would say that's correct. I'm going to say that while these words were said to me, I'm going to say that I believe that they are also speaking to you. So this was 520 of 2016. Situation was Leslie and I went to New Orleans and we visited some friends down there, big longtime friends, longtime supporters. And so that next morning we got up and went to church with them. Uh, never been to this church before, never seen anybody in the room before. We did have one person as we were walking up, <laughs> came up and they recognized me, but none of this was prepared. Okay, they didn't know me. Here's what they said. Now, this is kind of a summarized prophecy. Since God says, next level ministry, next level ministry, God is taking you to heights and depths in the realm of the spirit, places you've never been before. Now, do you see how that that fits you, brothers and sisters? It does. Let's go on. Now, he, she starts talking. This is uh, from the pastor there, or the prophet, actually. She starts prophesying to Leslie. Now, this, again, is speaking to Leslie in particular, 
But many of you know that you have a prophetic call on your life. You know it. Maybe nobody else around understands it, but you know it. So if you have that prophetic call on you, you can put some serious glue on this and stick it to you. Anyway, let's go on. I shall bring you before great men, mighty men, great and mighty kings and priests of this nation. See, now right now, people don't want to listen to you. But when the things you've been telling them start to come to pass, there's going to be some big doors open for you. That's what he's saying. You should come before them. You should come with a word in the mouth to prophesy what, quote, thus saith the Lord. You should come with fire, with anointing, with the ability, with the authority of mind, and change the atmosphere, change places, change regions. For I have placed in your heart and in your spirit, saith the Lord. For I have called you from your mother's womb. That's right. Many of you listen. Look, you don't listen to Prophecy Club for the entertainment. You know what you've been called to do. And you're just waiting for somebody to come along and anoint you and to give you the spiritual authority to be able to step out and do what God has called you to do. And there you go. That's another reason why you want to be at this End Times Conference up in Evansville, Indiana, October 4, 5, and 6. We'll talk about that in a moment. Anyway, let's go on. Then she starts prophesying to me. There is a strong apostolic mantle, man of God. I see God shooting you out like a bow and an arrow. They're shooting you out like the arrow is hitting bullseye, bullseye. God says bullseye, apostle and prophet, bullseye, bullseye. You shall hit the target. You shall hit the target. You shall cause the enemy to flee. He shall run from you today, says God. Now, that's true of you too. Many of you are walking in an apostolic or a prophetic calling. Maybe some pastors, but it's probably mostly apostolic or prophetic. Now, let me define apostolic. The apostle is like the thumb. The thumb can wrap over all of the other fingers. So let me first explain the fingers. The little finger is like the evangelist. Actually, the strongest finger on your hand is the little finger. It can lift more. Well, that's what the evangelist does. He drags the sinner into church. He drags the sinner into the kingdom. That's the little finger. And then the next finger is the ring finger. That represents the pastor. The pastor is the heart, the love of the church. The pastor would rather uh, lay across the doorstep and give their life for the sheep rather than let the sheep leave. And then the next one is the teacher. The teacher wants people to know the Bible. That's their heart. And then the pointing finger, that's the prophet. The prophet is one that says, there's the door. Don't let it hit you on the backside as you leave. In other words, they are the correction in the church. But the apostle is like the thumb. He can touch any one of the other four fingers. The apostle can do any of the others, and he can also wrap over them and do all of them. He can flow in all of them. And he releases kingdom wealth and Primarily, the apostle and the prophet are the ones that impart anointings. Now, I'm going to make probably another broadcast on that, probably in the next few days. I want to talk about anointings because that's one of the reasons I want you to come to Evansville because I want to lay hands on you. I'm going to anoint you with my oil, and I'm going to pray that you receive the spiritual revelation as I received when I memorized the book of Revelation. Why? Because God is going to use you. Look, again, I've said this several times. I'll say it again. He spoke to me months ago and said, I'm called to build an end times army of prophecy teachers working miracles. You can be part of that army. That's why I'm trying to encourage you today. Don't sit on the bench anymore. It's time to get in the game. 
and you get in the game by God's anointing. Let's go on. I see doors opening up all across the nation. I see doors opening. Doors that weren't slammed in your face. Doors that were closed because they didn't understand what God was doing with you. They didn't quite understand. But God says, I was making you. I was making you who I desire for you. Not what man thought, man's opinion. It was God himself that made you over, made you over. It is a new, let me just stop. Think about you. Think about your life right now. Over the last two, three years, especially since you've been listening to Prophecy Club, has God not been changing your heart? Has he not been birthing things in your heart? You know, brothers and sisters, you know what I'm, you know in your spirit, you know in your heart what I'm telling you is true. He has been changing you. He has been preparing you. And the season for you to step forward is almost here. Remember I told you, August 5th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say tomorrow morning for the sermon. What do you want to say? And I heard a voice. First time I ever heard that voice when I was awake, sitting here looking at my monitor, and I heard it, it said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart is as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Then he said, these miracles are going to be greater than anyone, going all the way back to Adam and Eve greater than anyone has ever seen. It's going to be a new season. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we are stepping into that new season. Look, these earthquakes hitting, it's a confirmation. Now, after the earthquakes, next thing's hit, I hate to say it, but it's bombs. I hope it's suitcase nukes rather than the big Russian city-destroying bombs. But I'm telling you, it's coming, and that's part of what the prophecies say. I'm right, and there will be a time when they turn and begin to listen to me. And it's also saying to you, you are right in your understanding, in your call. And there's going to be a time when these people that right now won't listen to you, there's going to be a time they'll start listening. And that's when your ministry starts. That's the day that right now you and I are preparing for. Let's go on. It says it's a new season. It's a new day. A fresh anointing is flowing your way. A season of power and prosperity. It is a new season that has come upon you, says the Spirit of living God. You know what I'm saying to you is true. You know that. You have seen it in your life, some of you the last few weeks, some of you the last few months, and some of you have been seeing it for a long time. Some of you have been seeing it for the last several years. You've been seeing a change come in your life, a change in your heart. You've been feeling that there's a, a different direction. He's preparing you. Some of you he's been whittling on. I know he's been whittling on me. I mean, we've got to change. We've got to become more Christ-like, you see, brothers and sisters. Now, let's jump to the next one. Again, I want you to hear you. This is talking to you, not me. It's uh, me too, but I mean... It's talking to you, brothers and sisters. Okay, here we go. 5-20-2018. Situation is, Maurice Scalar calls me on a Saturday night. He says, hey, I'm in town. Uh, can we see you? I said, see me? I said, can you be here tomorrow morning for church? He said, I can. So all of a sudden, at the last minute, I don't know what happened, last minute, here he walks into our church on a Sunday morning and walked over, gave him a hug. And I'll tell you, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I say some amazing things. People say, you know, I can't believe, I can't believe you say some of the things on radio. Say, well, I tell you the truth, and I want you to know, I'm not hiding anything. I am who I am. Okay, so I'm sitting on the front row, and I see Maurice walk in, and I walk back over and catch him halfway, and give him a big hug. And his wife went into the front area, the foyer. She was setting up their CDs and things. 
and he came upset by me and he turned to me just, I mean, the sea wasn't even warm. He turned to me, he says, I see you're still here. I said, yes. He said, well, the Lord wants to say thank you for not quitting. Quitting? I ain't no quitter. I'm thinking, mm, I'm not going to quit. But see, I didn't understand that the Lord was bringing encouragement to me. And I think I'm going to pass that along to you. Don't quit. Don't quit this whole prophecy vision. See, God wrote Daniel and Revelation and the other prophecies, and most of them will be fulfilled in the next few years. I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about maybe 10, 12, 15. I don't know. But in this next season, these prophecies can be fulfilled. And when they're fulfilled, that is the great soul winning of the last days. These people are ignoring prophecy. Oh, man, they are making a huge, big, gigantic mistake by ignoring prophecy. And if they're telling people about a pre-trib rapture, that's even a bigger mistake. They're missing God's great plan to sweep a couple of billion people into his kingdom. They're missing it. They're missing the great harvest. And instead, they're, well, enough of that. Let's go on to the prophecy. So anyway, he turns to me and says, thank you for not quitting. And I'd never even thought it hadn't even occurred to me. But we went out to eat afterwards. And so we're sitting here eating. And all of a sudden, he says, whoa, Lord, now? And he said he felt the anointing. And I said, whoa, 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 hang on. So I grabbed my cell phone. A second time has happened. It happened once before, too. Maybe we'll cover that another time. But So I grabbed my cell phone, and I shove it underneath his mouth. He starts talking. Now, unfortunately, we're in a restaurant. I've got the audio, but you couldn't understand. I mean, I had to put on uh, earbuds, you know, my headphones to be able to. And I had to play it over and over and over to understand what he said because all the clanging of dishes in the background and interruptions and stuff like that. Not all that, but sometimes sometimes Maurice doesn't finish a sentence. You know by the Spirit what he was going to say, but he didn't finish the sentence. So I finished the sentences. So anyway, the point is, he starts giving this prophecy. So I started recording it, and now I've typed it out, and here's what he said. And you'll notice that a lot of things he says, and this other lady said, well, if you've listened to the other few programs the last few weeks when I've been covering all of this, a lot of them confirm each other. Now, the reason I say that to you is it's confirming to us that this is of God. I don't want you to hear about me. I want you to hear you in this because, again, I'm called to build an end times army of prophecy teachers working miracles, and I want you to be a part. And the way you join that group is by getting to Evansville, Indiana, and letting me lay hands on you and anoint with oil and ask for God to give you two things. One is the spirit of revelation to be able to understand Bible prophecy and to teach it. And two, to be able to walk in sevenfold miracles when they arrive, when that judgment hits. And we don't know what the judgment is. I don't know if it's a big earthquake. I don't know if it's a big, uh, you know, financial disaster, or it could be these 112,000 arrests all of a sudden. And those could happen any day. I don't know. But we just want to be ready. All right, let's go on with the prophecy. So he says, first of all, he's talking about television. He says, I'm giving you an international television ministry. You're going to increase the now words of God, both the annual report on the revival and the judgments. All right. Isn't that sort of what Prophecy Club Radio Program does? Don't I basically bring you the news in light of Bible prophecy and in light of the prophecies of the modern prophets? So that's confirmed. He hit it right on. 
Let's go on. The Lord says, this is what you've been preparing for your whole life. See, brothers and sisters, that is talking to you. You've been listening to this broadcast, and you know you've been getting prepared. Let's go on. It's going to be cutting edge. You're going to report on both kingdoms of light and the darkness. You're going to be here for the greatest harvest of souls, and God says it's not long now. I'm waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. God says you're going to shift into this media thing as your primary focus. Now, let me pause a second. Last night, we sat around my kitchen table, me and several of the staff members, and we're expecting when we sell this building in Topeka uh, and move our offices to the DFW Metroplex area, one of the things we want to do is get a new office. And I was just telling them, I said, what I want to do is get a whole TV studio set up where we have a staff meeting each morning and I discuss and say, okay, this is going to be the topic of the television program. And then each person goes off to prepare their portion of the television program. And then we meet back at, say, you know, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or whatever time we assign is going to be the daily television time. And then I will get on and basically do the same thing in front of a TV camera that I now do as far as just audio. But it'll be basically the same way, the same message, the same thing that I do, except that will be both radio and TV. In other words, the audio portion will be the radio program, and then we'll put up the TV program. And we don't want to just put it across America, but around the globe. For example, years ago, I was in England. You know, they don't have Christian radio. They don't have any Christian programs in England. And I'm going to guess it's the same way in Sweden and Denmark and France It's not out there. Well, we want to take it there. All right, let's go on here. The Lord says he's going to bless radio and television greatly. And I kept saying to the Lord when I arrived, why do you want me here, Lord? And he says, prophesy this to Stan Leslie in the Prophecy Club. He just said to deliver this prophecy was the primary purpose of me coming to you today. He said, you'll be one of the great prophetic voices of the tribulation times. And the Lord is going to supernaturally protect you and provide for you. All right, hang on just a second. Isn't that part of the prophecy that I just gave you guys, what, two weeks ago? Same thing. And and I didn't read this to get it. It just came out of my spirit for you. Okay, let's go on. I see this daily program, and God is going to give you influence because you're going to comfort those that are going through difficulties. That's right. A lot of people are saying that through reading my book, they're actually getting comfort about the last days because it is finally under, or teaching them the truth about how things, the way they really work in the last days, and when they really understand it, it's taking a lot of the fear away. That's what he says. In other words, it's fear of the unknown is one of the greatest fears. So by understanding what's coming, it begins to take the fear away. Okay, let's go on. So he says, I see this daily program. It's going to give you influence because you're going to comfort those going through difficulties. Right now, you're bringing forth a lot of hidden stuff because right now people can't comprehend the massive changes coming. For most of the world, judgment is not real. To them, it's like the Independence Day movie. They can't comprehend what is coming. And let me just say here, I will say not only can't comprehend it, but they refuse to take a look at what possibly could happen. And that means they sure don't want to read the Bible about it. Let's go on. In the next few years, television and the Internet are going to completely merge, and God is going to exalt you at that point. 
You're going to report on what's happening, and God's going to give you what's going to happen in advance to protect the remnant, that the end time is going to be the greatest revival at the same time. Now let's talk about future growth. He says, the time hasn't come yet, and that's why you're not received yet. <laughs> oh boy, this really, I hope this is speaking to you out there, brothers and sisters, because it sure ought to be. Let's go on. You're so passionate about prophecy because it's your primary purpose. It's talking about you. You've been trained your whole life for this moment. You must discern and separate the precious from the vile. Then you'll be as my mouth. The time will come when you won't have the access to the written word. You'll get up and proclaim it. God says you're going to memorize the word from now on. And God's going to give you supernatural memory. He's going to speed up your memorizing, and it's going to get faster and faster, and it'll get to where you'll just see it and remember it. You've asked God for photographic memory, and the Lord says it's something to contend for, meaning I should ask for that. Well, so should you, brothers and sisters, because you know that when you're out there in the woods someplace, you're up in the who knows what, ever down in some cave, and people are scared to death, you're trying to tell them, you might not have a Bible you got to hide the word in your heart. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's saying it to you. Let's go on. You're going to have a work in Israel as well. The oil is going to come forth. Oil and gas is coming. And don't be discouraged. Now, let, let me just pause right there. I haven't talked much about our vision to find oil in Israel. Um, maybe that's a topic I need to review. Uh, I have, but it's been quite a while. But that's one of... The visions that we want to do. I'm president and CEO of an oil company, and our vision is to go and find the prophesied oil in Israel. But I have to give that topic uh, to you another day. Right now, we're running out of time for today. Oil and gas is coming, and don't be discouraged because part of it is your message. You're going to be helping the end time Jews. You'll be over in Israel, and you go back and forth, and God's going to translate you back and forth. Wow, isn't that wonderful? Keep yourself in the right place, meaning righteous, with God, so that you don't disqualify yourself. I see you in Israel, but you were outside of Israel, east of Israel, in Jordan. You were down really further south. It's towards like down in Saudi Arabia, near there, and there is oil there. I'm just getting a vision now. You're going to be helping the 144,000. You're going to be helping us, but it's like there's a particular tribe that you want to be connected to. You're going to be helping with the communication and the provision. You're going to be a financer. The Prophecy Club is going to be vital. And even the Israeli army is going to listen to you. Now, let me just pause here a second. I have to explain. Ezekiel 38, 11, and 12 talks about a land of unwalled villages. It is a part of my prayer every day that God would allow me to build a land of unwalled villages and to bring back the exiles. In other words, there's Christians and Jews, and there's prophecies that say that most of the Christians and every one of the Jews from around the globe will move back to Israel. I believe that this will be probably after World War III, where Israel emerges World War III, the great victor. She gets back all of her land, and that's from the Euphrates all the way over to the Nile. And at that time, when we hit oil, I want to be able to ask Israel if they will allow me to bring the Christians and Jews back and to build a place for them to live, and that's the land of unwalled villages. Maybe we need to talk about that in another topic, too. Anyway, right now, i got to move on. He says, God's going to put you around people, even a stronger prophetic unction than you. They will help protect you in providing for the Jews. You're strategically placed. 
The Lord is going to use you in this darkest hour, the very darkest hour in all history. You're going to be mightily used. That's you, brothers and sisters. It's talking to you. You know it. God is preparing you to be a a light in the darkness. Let's go on. Israel is going to expand its territory. You know that. I don't know how. They're going to have the land God promised to Abraham, and there's hidden things there. You're called geographically to this particular place. I could show you on a map. I can see it in my head. It's south and east of the present-day Israel, south and east of the Dead Sea. I see a circle. I don't know what that means, but I see, and I know what he's talking about, but we don't have time to go into that. But he's basically been shown where to build the land of unwell villages, which is pretty close to what was already in my spirit anyway. Let's go on. The Lord says, don't be lulled into a place of sleep right now because this outpouring of grace is temporary. Now, I think he's talking about right now the times, we may call these the Trump times, the times when the economy was doing good. And I might say that the last time the economy is doing good, I think we're seeing the best of the, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, I think we're going to look back on these days and say, these are or were the good old days. I think we're going to look back and say, you know, this is really the apex, the height, the pinnacle of human society over these last 6,000 years. We're living in the best times, the most advanced times, the most peace on the earth. We have the most convenience. We have electricity. We have running water. We're living in the best of the best of the best, best times, especially if we live in America. But it's soon to change. That's what he's saying. It's we're being lulled into sleep, but this outpouring of grace, this good times we're in right now, it's temporary. Let's go on. It's the grand finale. God's just pouring out his wonderful goodness one more time, and it's going to get bad. And when it gets bad, it'll happen fast. And when it does, that's when your ministry is going to be received. It's not really going to be received right now, but when things get difficult, that's when you'll be accepted. Isn't that talking to you, brothers and sisters? That is talking to you. See right now, all your friends, neighbors, relatives, they will listen to all this stuff. They want to believe in a pre-trib rapture. They want to go to a nice entertainment church. They want nothing but the fun times and the good times. Well, the day is going to come when they're going to sit down and listen. They're going to be seeking you out and say, okay, you have my attention. Tell me what is going on. That's when you tell them and then point them to Jesus. If you like Prophecy Club, if it is one of your ministries that you support, if you feel like we're doing the right thing, then would you consider sending us a donation? It's summertime, and man, our donations have dropped just down to almost nothing. So if you could help us right now, it would really be appreciated. Prophecyclub.com. Thank you, and God bless. October 4, 5, and 6, it's the Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, 1051 Riverside Drive in Evansville, Indiana. Friday evening, 6.30, I'll speak on my seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials chart. Saturday morning, 10 a.m., I'll speak on my feast and revelation prophecies chart. Saturday evening, 5 p.m., Leslie will speak on the Kundalini Spirit. Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I'll take half the time with Miss the Mark, my new book, and Leslie will take the rest of it. As you know, I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. I want you to come so I can lay hands on you and anoint you for you to receive two anointings. The spirit of revelation as I received it when I memorized the book of Revelation. Two, to work in sevenfold miracles when the judgment arrives. 
The room only holds 350 people, and the church is probably going to take from 100 to 150 of them, so it will fill quickly. I suggest you do the $25 registration quickly at endtimesconference.com. $25 registration at endtimesconference.com, October 4, 5, and 6, Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, Evansville, Indiana. See you there! In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for 55 It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20. No, 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 don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55. Prophecyclub.com.